welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe or listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. And leave a five-star review while you're there. I am so happy to share that this episode is sponsored by our friends over at Daft Boy. Daft Boy is an LGBTQ plus owned and operated startup based in San Francisco, committed to creating high quality and unique fans, accessories, and gear perfect for any occasion. Listeners of Block Talk can earn 15% off their purchase at daftboy.com with the code BLOCKTALK15. That's BLOCKTALK15 at daftboy.com. And as always, follow me on Instagram, Threads, and TikTok at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter slash X at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for the latest news, reviews, and interviews. It's time to raid the pet shop to get designing. After some fireworks in the workroom amongst roomies, the runway gave us a look that deserved to be burned alive. It's time to talk all things Drag Race UK5, and here to discuss the beasts is the always shocking Michelle Chakra. How are you? I'm very good, Michael. Interesting word choice. <laughs> oh, I know, I'm so interesting. I love how I'm arresting. I am. Arresting, yeah, I'm arre- we'll go with that one. We'll do yeah, that one. Um, uh dazzling you know etc etc controversial Hi, having me controversial to say mm-hmm. the least yes yeah so always always thank yeah. you for being here um yes wow what a time to be alive so much drag race all at once i'm injecting it straight into my veins it, as, you know, you should, I, I, I i saw someone say like it's like coco melon it's like the tv shows i show the toddler i i mm-hmm. nanny. it's just like flashing lights actually she doesn't get to watch tv so if she watched an episode of Drag Race, she might be like a Victorian child. She might just wow. You know what? That's that's the social experiment we all deserve to see. Mm-hmm. Just get a bunch of feral children and have them all watch Drag Race and see what kind of things they learn. It might they're change be, the world. They're going to be tongue popping. They're going to be dipping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're going to be writing songs that Leland um, like sounds like Leland wrote them. You know, but they're four. You know. Right. They might feel the rush. They might just feel the rush. They might um they might just be one of one of their girls. That's true. <laughs> one of one of... <laughs> All right. As always, I must leave a disclaimer. This is an entertainment podcast. We are discussing reality TV show characters as presented to us through reality different production. Shown that the editing of a television show wants us to see. We react to what is presented. Yes, they really give an opportunity to go on television to share their crafts, but they've also put themselves in this position to be discussed with us on the podcast for our entertainment to discuss reality television show. Woo-hoo. all right okay second episode um how are you feeling how, how we still got a little bit of wonky editing this episode but we, we're, we're making progress yeah you know it, it see no evil hear no evil speak of no evil you know what i mean yeah. i love i'm loving the girls i think it's an entertaining season um it is like watching another language some of the cultural references, some of the judging seems a little interesting mm-hmm. so yes. far. Um, I guess we'll talk about that because, um, that, yeah, there's one girl in particular. But I think they're all doing well, and I'm happy to be here on a fashion episode. I'm glad you got, like, such a staunch, like, fashionista. Oh, absolutely. Everything is planned out. Have you, have you ever been to um, Jolly Old England? Have you been there? 
been to jolly old England. Um, I've heard the food is terrible, and that's really my main reason for traveling. Usually, it's to honestly, food, so. honestly, that's the tea. Okay, fine. So, if you're gonna travel somewhere for good food, where are you going? Oh, I'm going. I'm going to Thailand. I think immediately. Okay, I'm, I'm booking the flight. I like spicy food. You know I what? Like let me let, let me co uh, message Pangina and see if she'll give us a tour. Yes. Oh my gosh. And like she's kind of in LA. I'm LA adjacent. We can that's true. we can probably meet at LAX, and that's kind of when the when the tourism begins. Oh, yeah, she did just get hired by the tourism board. I heard. That's you know? amazing. We love her. Yes. <laughs> I All love. Right. Well, let, let's go okay. through this episode. Um, no one went home. Vicky Vivacious, though, turned it out to Gina G. And she's feeling great after winning the first lip sync of the season. Um, were you familiar with the work of Miss Gina G and Ooh Ah just a little bit? Uh, I actually love the song Ooh Ah just a little bit, a little mm -hmm. bit more. And I'm glad that it's being introduced into some kind of drag race oeuvre so that I can become Gina G at my next drag brunch. You know, Thank hopefully. you. Thank, I'm so proud of Thank you for doing God. that. Um, <laughs> now, does that mean you have any inch of you that enjoys Eurovision? Oh my gosh. I enjoy the concept of Eurovision so much and I don't follow it because I'm afraid it won't live up to my hype and my expectation. Right. Will it you, live up? Well, it will. You do know that Ooh, uh, just a little bit is a Eurovision song. It was the, I think, 96 entry for the UK. Gosh, everything like my whole life is making sense because yeah. that is like about when I was born too. So I was probably Literally. like the first song, the first song I ever heard was Ooh Ah Just a Little Bit. And then it's, I was it, gay. It, honestly, that song made you who you are today. If that's what you heard when you came out of the womb. So formative. Thank you, yeah. Gina. Thank you, Gina, for everything you've given me. <laughs> now, Kate will take the weight off of her feet after wearing those really uncomfortable shoes, a.k.a. Heelys. Would you ever wear them in drag? Absolutely. I, I, any drag artist that pushes the boundary of what footwear can be um, in drag is really important to me. Kate Butch said something like her entrance line or like one of her opening quips was like, that she's like instantly relatable, but like completely tragic. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I, that really resonated with me. So I really, I think I get her in a way. And I wore Heelys around the house when I was in sixth grade. So of course you did. she's my, she, of course I did. She's my kind of queen. Yeah. I, um, I'm going for my next gig. I'm really trying to bring socks back. Okay. Okay. I'm good. Good. Socks drag. Make socks drag. I'm here Make. for it. As long as they have a couple rhinestones. You know what I love to do on a costume? Uh, stone the collar and be like, no, I stoned it. Yeah, that's, that's it's amazing. Stoned. I'm here for it. <laughs> All right. Well, the top two are congratulated, but Vicky gets a little bit more. See, throw back. Here we go. Here we go. Um, Caramel tells Vicky she got away with it this time, but Vicky comes back and says, next time you'll just have to know the words. Ain't that the truth? Um, come on, girl. How 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 long do you think they have to like know a song? Do you think Drag Race is pulling out tracks that are just too obscure for Drag Race contestants mm -hmm. to learn in like a day? Okay, well it it's it's hard to know because I thought about this before as someone who has you know envisioned mm -hmm. how mentally ill i would act on the show not mentally ill at all i would for sure pass the psych test thank you um but i think i would just be like the rumor is they gave, give you a little ipad with or yes. ipod with all songs mm -hmm. on it i would just be listening to it like you as soon as it. i got off set 
oh yeah, I would, I would be practicing every song all the way through. That would be my bedtime routine. Instead of like meditating or yoga, mm -hmm. I'd be of like, course. ooh, ah, uh, just a little bit. Ooh, uh. And you know, that's the only, I'm an obsessive kind of person like that. But if I know I'm performing in front of something for such high stakes, I know I need to know it really well. But to give them some credit, they were probably on set for two days. They probably only had the Absolutely, iPod course. for maybe a day. So, of But course. if they didn't know the 1996 Eurovision entry for the UK, do they even deserve to be on Drag Race UK? Yeah. It's true. It is true. <laughs> That's the real question. Yeah. Well, Caramel is not thrilled the Nutcracker beat her, but that's just the way the nut gets cracked. Miss Naomi Carter will ask if anyone is disappointed on how the week has gone, and Tamara is still disappointed on her bastard wings still not made to fly. Didi knows she messed up a full seam ahead, eyes and prize, and Kate wants an acting or comedy challenge so she can show what she can do. Meanwhile, Didi wants any challenge as she knows she's capable of anything. Kids these days, do they yeah. know they need to have limits? You can't be good at everything. Yeah, um, and, and she's not. Probably. Exactly. Sorry, allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I think that having confidence in drag is so special. Um, being able to back it up is definitely a different thing, yeah. though. Now, of course, we have to rehash the drama of the previous week, as tomorrow we'll ask if anyone misjudged anyone. And it will be Ginger to state that she thinks Dee Dee misjudged Alexis, as she thinks she pushed her into a corner when she told her she'd done badly, but clearly she did well. Now, Didi will be like, I'm going to stop you right there. As I told her, I think I did worse. Bitch, you still played a mind game. Yeah. Do you think you did it on purpose? Yes. You do. You just think a little bit. A dirty game. See, I'm such a Pisces. That I was like, ooh, uh, just a little bit. I, I'm such a, I'm such, I'm such a, I'm so gullible. I was like, yeah. oh gosh, she must have felt so bad about that. <laughs> Now, Kara will say that everyone said Alexis, and Alexis is like, y'all misjudged me. Uh, words she's going to eat by the end of this episode. <laughs> now, Alexis hopes Didi zips it and focuses on gluing her wigs properly before coming for her, which is the team. Now, Alexis is happy to be representing her country on the runway as Kate will ask her what is congratulations in Polish. Gratuluszy. Look at me learning new languages. Wow, I'm proud of you, Michael. Now, let's learn it in Cornish. Proper job by handsome, uh, which really just sounds like uh, um, someone giving you a blowy, and that's what you say after. And you pat him on the head. Proper exactly. Job. And then send them off on their way. Yeah. Aww. And if it's a twink, they get a little gift basket on their way out. Well, you know, it's like a dentist's office where you like you have a little basket. Exactly. And you're like, go Eat ahead. Three things. One. Enjoy your day. Yeah. Um, have a fun walk of shame. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, no more free passes. First impressions have been made. The only person who didn't live up to their expectation is the cat queen, but that story will be over very soon. Kara is ready oh. to win, 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 as she is the goddess. Kneel before her. Shall we? Are we going to kneel before Caramel? Okay, so this is my thinking. I actually am kind of obsessed with her, and she is really beautiful. She kind of looks like... like um a young like how i would imagine like a younger peppermint probably uh -huh, looks kind uh -huh. of if she had her like a really elevated beat she's so so pretty like really rounded features um but she's from georgia she is she, you know i do you think the powers that be would let a georgian win drag race stranger things have happened 
you tied. You think you did. I'm also glad you got me for UK since I have such a good accent. Of course. I do such good work. Yeah. Um, see, like if I was on Drag Race UK and I was from Georgia, I'd be kind of playing up that I kind of got a little lilt in my voice from living there. Mm -hmm. But that's just me. I'm kind of, I think she's really good. I hope she's interesting. Yeah. That's my she, She's She's got a bit of the transcontinental accent going. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sure. Very much so. Yeah. Well, it is a new day, and guess who? Healy's their way on in. Is this going to be a thing? Is Kate Butch going to wear the Healy's everywhere she goes? You got to get a gimmick, honey. Yeah. She's a theater girly. <laughs> now, Vicky is wearing a fur coat that hides her jewels, her badge, silly. She says winning the badge is the best feeling in the world, though Kate will destroy the happiness by saying there is only one way to go from that position. She was referring down, but technically that's not true. She could win all the time and stay where she is, so that's a second possibility. And we'll have to see how that works out for her. Exactly. Uh, Vicky says that she is known for going down. Are you? Uh, 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 in 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 apartment building staircases everywhere? No. No, of course not. Never. Now Alexis is feeling better, and Didi will personally apologize for claiming of the bottom situation. She tried to get a plan in her head of what she thought she was about to go through. So she says she was so wrong when she brought up the idea to Alexis. She spiraled, and Didi is not there to play a dirty game. Sure. Alexis will say that she wasn't angry at anybody. She was angry at herself that she let herself get to her so quickly. But she is confident today. And those will be the kiss of death words. You can never say that you're feeling good about something never. before something happens. You got to play smarter than that. It's true. It's our alarm sounds and our video gives us hints of bestiality. I mean, animals. No animal fucking on this podcast. We don't, we're not here for that now. No. Now, rule arrives. And finally... A good classic out of drag rule look, a nice red blazer and and pantsuit. I'm here for it. Good, good for RuPaul for finally for finally stepping up her game nice. after all of these years. Now Ru's trying to pick out who is who now that the girls are out of drag. Do you think she actually has any fucking idea? Who they are out of drag. Again, this is I'm I'm saying this is shoot day number two. RuPaul is still just happy to be there. She's just having a good time. It's it, true. It might have it might as well be Alaska in front of her if she's looking at a skinny white queen. Now Kate will say she is Vicky Vivation. Listen, the girl is witty. I will give her that. She is a very quick and witty queen. I'm here for that comedy. Yeah, she's funny. No friends, but she was good at. If you will notice, we get a lot of tight shots again, so we are avoiding our edited out queen. Did you notice that in this this little lineup again? You know, I've meant to look out for it because I saw a lot in the first episode. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there are a few instances of like, oh, she was probably just right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, Rue summons the Brit crew. Um, the man with the bag. Listen, I don't usually do beards, but for him, I would make an exception. See, I do do beards, and for him, I would I would braid it. Yeah, you um, naturally. With without my fingers, thank you. Yeah. Um, for this week's mini challenge, they have to be brutally honest as they play a little game called "Let the Cat Out of the Bag." Here's how the game works: They will pass around the handbag with them when the music stops. The queen holding the bag will open it and pull out a stupid cat pun, and that stupid cat pun will help them unleash their true feelings about one of their fellow queens. It's time to get catty. Now, 
As we discuss this, let's see if we notice any tricky editing. Mm-hmm. Ooh, oh. We have the big red bag and a shot of eight queens with Banksy on one side and ending with Delicious. Does that mean our eliminated queen is next to Dee? Well, we do get a cutaway to the pit crew and Rue dancing and then straight over to Alexis and Kate. So me thinks the edited out bitch is in between Dee and Kate. Anyway, the music stops on Kate. Her bag says hysterical. She will heal on down and pick Banksy as the most hysterical queen. For real? like to see it banksy i I look i look forward to it yeah me too to some ha-has now the game will restart with banksy passing down the white and silver bag it will end on Didi, and in this shot is a very peculiar blue sweatshirt Hmm, i wonder where that came from anyway her bag says feral uh who is most likely to start a good old-fashioned cat fight well this one goes to caramel and yeah that checks out it was like the gift of the prophecy literally now the pink bag will go down the line and stop this time on vicky her bag says athletic who has the most banging bod this one will go to tamara which kind of checks out now the zebra bag barely moves anywhere as we clearly had to do some tricky editing and stops right on ginger she will pull, pull out perfect whose drag is not as perfect as she thinks it is here's looking at you Didi. I don't think she was happy. Well, and she's the one who says that she can do everything. Exactly. So a little bit, a little bit of leveling going on. Now, please note that the bag that Dee Dee was given was a purple sequin bag, but the next bag that is played is a small cream purse. Me thinks that the round was played involved our cut queen, so there was a missing round. Did anyone else notice it? Because also most people, when they finished or were picked, they had to go to the end of the line. You should be in the FBI. I should be, honestly. The amount of things yeah. I found out on um, potential lovers through like stalking through social media, I can find anything out. Anyway, like, it ends on Tomato Thomas and it reveals winner and she gets a prize. It's a lucky chew toy. We'll find out what the Lucky Chew Toy means in just a minute. If you want a Lucky Chew Toy, what would you do with it? (laughs) I would stick it in my purse for safekeeping. Absolutely. There it is. For this week's Maxi Challenge, they will need to rescue pet supplies and transform them into high fashion. Category is Pet Shop Girls Couture. They may use their own hair, shoes, undergarments, but the rest of the outfit must be repurposed. How would you do on this challenge? Um, well, as a seamstress? I don't know. But as in general, I think I would have a lot of fun trying to incorporate the actual unconventional materials which didn't seem to interest some of the girls. Nope. Um, <laughs> but like, that's what the challenge would be about for me. I think I could come up with a clever enough concept to maybe uh, skirt any hemline issues. Mm-hmm. Of course, of course. Yeah. Now, since tomorrow got the lucky chew toy, she will get to pre-select one item and invite a friend to pre-select one item for herself also. What did you think of this little twist? I think this was the beginning of the end for um, Tamara um, in 
in her roommate's eyes. And I thought um, that the producers were probably quite pleased. Absolutely. Now, Tamara will not select her roommate, but she will pick Dee Delicious. What would you do if your roommate didn't pick you? Would you get into a fight like we will get to? Yeah, I think I would unfortunately be upset. I think I would be able to rationalize it, especially actually if it was me, because I can't really, I'm not known for my sewing. Um, but I would definitely be like, it, I would at least have to like make a joke about it, like mm-hmm. a passive aggressive comment, like, <laughs> not good enough for you, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So tomorrow and Didi will go shopping, and tomorrow knows that Didi is a seamstress and will hope she will stitch a little stitch and guide her to what to pick. Strategery. Tomorrow will select the bird cage with the feathers while Didi snags the tiger print, which interestingly enough, she will not utilize. The race is then on for material, and like always, it is a battle. What item would you have gone for first? And would you have taken the big pink horse? I mean, the big pink horse, I can't believe no one utilized it on the runway. It would have been my first thought. How how do I secure this to my head? Um, But that's that's why maybe someone should give me a call at World of Wonder. Um, Anyway, I think what I would grab are the the rubber dog bones okay and i think i would in my bodice i would construct it so it had boning and it was I'm like for it okay I mean, that's brilliant wow, wow. Men, right yeah <laughs> yeah i'm i'm um i'm i'm einstein i'm related to einstein um, of course only by our, our iqs you know yeah of course of course i'm i'm part of genius anonymous <laughs> i love that now the girls gather their stuff and try to make sense of their materials Dee, Dee is absolutely buzzing tomorrow will tell her that she picked her and alludes to her that she might need some help and Dee, Dee is no stranger to a sewing machine but Dee, Dee wants to have her moment she has a lot of pressure as she has made a couple of looks for crystal versace including the cruella the goddess and the red carpet look um they were decent enough looks. Yeah, they were definitely like dresses that were sewn. Yeah, I mean, and... I think the, the Cruella one was great. The other two, I don't think I was positive on them on the podcast. Ooh, ooh, we're going to have to go back to the archives. I yeah, mean, I feel, like, me. <laughs> I feel like she's... The thing is, if Crystal designed those looks, then that's something else. Like, they were well made. I mean, her drag, she's giving very, like, high drag you know her own aesthetic i mean she's beautiful but um beautiful and confident again it's true she would do well in hell's kitchen oh she would now (laughs) dini will say that she will guide tomorrow which is different from helping let's get that straight there's a difference between guiding and helping because helping means you're actually going to do it tomorrow was thinking of a showgirl vibe with the feathers stick to what you know and do what you do best now, Banksy will play with her goodies as she has black, white, and red bandanas as she explains she'll be doing a Vivian Westwood Moschino kind of vibe. I'm not anti-Vivian Westwood. I'm anti-Vivian Westwood on Drag Race because I've seen it too many times. Can we get rid of the Vivian Westwood or just have one massive Night of a Thousand Vivian Westwoods and we're done? I See, I would love the runway category and the, the, the amount of safety pins on the runway that episode would... <laughs> right? <laughs> be staggering Uh, now michael will tell her she would do something like that too but she wants to do something glamorous with something she has sewn so she is thinking of a cowl and hood with a sleeve and glove drama mama she came there not to be safe but as a non-sewer who can barely thread a needle she's ambitious 
Now, Banksy can use a machine, but she wants to do something out of her comfort zone when it comes to her ability. So she's going to fake it till she makes it, which is really what all drag queens do on a daily basis. Absolutely. Smile, the smile through the, the, the tear. Banksy <laughs> will see a black and white material on Michael's table and ask to do a swap for her blue material. Would you trade with a sister? Trade what now? Anyway, um, sorry. Oh my gosh, I got confused. Um, I would. I think I would have to say yes. I think I would say yes to almost anyone, even if I didn't like them. What if, okay. really would... what if it was um, someone you competed against uh, by the name of Lemon? <laughs> if Lemon asked me for fabric, I think she'd be just so darn charming and um, fun while she's mm -hmm. asking me that I would just, I would have to say yes. And it, But, you know, she's so, she's so goddamn charming that it would be like the fabric that I need to construct my garment. Yeah. And I'd be like, you know what? You take it, <laughs> you know, yeah. and then I get, I have to, I get sent home. So it was sabotage I mean, all along. She would come through. <laughs> coming on through, coming on through, coming on through. Did you ever know when you shared a backstage bathroom with her that she would be on Drag Race one day? I had my <laughs> suspicions about her. I, I thought this girl has too much star quality to stay at the West That's End fair. bar and That's lounge. Fair. That's fair. Um, and and one time we were outside at, at the end of a show and she said, my goals in life are to do this, do this and smoke a blunt with Rihanna. And she already did the other two things mm -hmm. that she she's mentioned. Very close. So she's crossing them off her list one by one. I believe in her. <laughs> now, meanwhile, Kate is the Dr. Tiger Queen. She's going to butch her the plush tiger. See what I did there? Yeah. Because her name is Kate Butch. Butch. <laughs> over with alexis ginger will ask her what she'll be doing with her jumbo sale and alexis says it's like her life a mess same girl i get you she is not a seamstress and isn't sure what she's going to do her head is vibrating usually if that happens you should go see a doctor yeah but not on set they not said set. no no if you have a migraine we're actually going to push you further exactly that'd be great no. Alexis is loving greenery while Ginger is thinking pink snakeskin, which is an actual fabric. Smart one, Ginger Johnson, picking actual fabric from the unconventional material challenge. She makes almost everything she wears and tells us there is nothing like walking out on stage feeling amazing and knowing you have made the thing you are wearing. Okay. Is that a requirement as a drag artist? You have to wear what you something you make, or is that just like an extra little thing? I mean, I think it depends on what kind of drag you're doing. Mm -hmm. I think it tur it turns out that even the best seamstresses, I feel like a lot of their quote unquote best drag is not something they made. Mm -hmm. um, and I think some of the best seamstresses for some of the people that have been on Drag Race even are okay, drag queens, like on their own, you know. So, I mean, if it was a qualification for a drag queen, I would be unqualified. I I do everything character first, and my character just happens to love ready-to-wear lingerie. So There it is. <laughs> That's my drag. All drag is valid. <laughs> Didi has a lot of chains, and she's thinking she might be a dominatrix, which is cute because that child could never. Oh, 
it's sweet. It's like a little, yeah. it's like a little kitten. Yeah, exactly. Let's chicken on Miss Naomi Carter and Caramel the Goddess. Naomi can sew, but she is not a seamstress. Truer words have never been spoken. She is thinking of a floor-length do rag and a wraparound. She's feeling confident and is happy with the plan as long as she has enough material. Keyword, enough material. Kara has a lot of feathers, but don't tell nobody else, but she went to fashion school. Now, I'm going to ask you a question. Is I went to fashion school on Drag Design Challenge the same as I went to conservatory for a risical? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. She's weaponizing her B. Her, do you think it was a BFA in? I don't in know. Fashion? I don't know how they do that in London. I've got a BFA in fast fashion, honey. Yeah, do you? Um, <laughs> no, I mean this shirt right here. I I bought it at Forever Twenty One when I was fourteen years old. Oh, I okay? love that. Fast fashion, old fashion, ancient old fashion. fashion. It's fashion vintage now. It's vintage. You could probably it's sell that on eBay. Yeah, when the 2010s roll around, like this is going to become a big, big. <laughs> when the V neck t shirt finally becomes fashion again. It's true. Wow. It's true. Like, no. like I told you, I'm a fashion girly, Michael. You know me. Kara thinks it could be her week. She has the stuff and the guts. She has to pull it all together in hopes the feathers won't be the death of her. So much foreshadowing in this episode. The producers got the confessionals they needed, the editors had plentiful choice. It's time for Mother to see how her pets are doing, but she's not alone. She has brought with her the new face of fashion, the editor-in-chief of British Vogue, Edward Enifol. Oh, and his dog, Rue, has palled around in a pink tutu. How camp. Thank you. Do you know of Edward Enifol? I know he is. I don't know anything. Again, Michael, um, my biggest fashion intake is like watching a hot Lamode videos um on youtube that's fair. that's fair and but he seems lovely i like when they get really actually competent people to give them notes it's sweet i agree so rue and edward and rue will chat with alexis and kate first and after after asking alexis if she knows how to show so her answer is she tries not the confidence the judges are looking for but she will show a look to rue that she wants to serve a dancing queen that has a lot of movement and Rue is like, I see your serving body, but what other element can you bring to this thing? The alarm bells are going off, so she says time to change shit up. But Rue tells her that this is a moment for her to really shine and show who she is. And to be fair, that look is who she is, so maybe the right interpretation of Rue's advice is to adjust the existing rather than change the wheel. What if... She was at a fish's funeral. That might be really good. There it is. All right. Okay. Now, Alexis is doubting her look after hearing from Rue, and it gets worse when Edward says he enjoys seeing something he's never seen before. But as long as she's having fun, <laughs> a leotard on Drag Race, Rue never. Rue never. Alexis will scrap her look and start from the beginning. Now, Kate will show that she's doing a collage effect of different animal furs. Uh, clock Rue, the dog's ears perking up. <laughs> um, Edward will tell her he loves what she's doing with the print clash. Can she move? Well, she tells him that she can't move out of drag either. What a funny <laughs> bunny she is. Same girl. Now, Kate knows that she is not the most fashionable queen, but there she will make something that will go down a runway. 
certainly. Rue will tell her she's funny and wants her to heighten it on the fashion side. And it's going to be so high you won't even see it. Oh, Speaking yeah. of tall things, Banksy, Dee Dee and Michael. Banksy okay. will be doing a Banksy ode to Chanel where she is building a fabric with neckerchiefs that will be a shirt with a pussy bow. She's looking to blend a lot of different fabrics and patterns to make a ready-to-wear on acid. Sounds like a party. Now, Rue says that seems like a lot of stuff, but Edward tells her to experiment with shape and to know her body. Banksy says that nobody knows what she can do yet in this challenge, so it's like a little gem for her to show what she's about and freak all the girls out. I mean, I think they were already freaked out by her giant size, but that's a different story, I suppose. I would have run cowering under the table, like, oh my gosh, I'm in I'm in Jack and the Beanstalk again. Yeah. Here she comes. Um, do tall people scare you? Um only the emotionally manipulative ones. Yeah, there you go. I'm here for that. Rue notices a Grace Jones moment for Michael, who tells her that she wanted to do something quite feminine, quite fitted. She will ask Edward for a suggestion on trains, and he says, Go big or go home. Michael wants to make a statement. She wants to impress Edward and be on the cover of Vogue leg spread now i don't know if vogue is your cover but what legendary magazine cover do you think you would be on oh great question um i mean martha stewart was on the uh sports illustrated um swimsuit edition it could be that or it could be homes and gardens i did think of home and garden i thought of o magazine i think in I think in three years, Gwyneth Paltrow will start a lifestyle magazine and I will be the first cover girl on it. Oh, I think that's Manifesting. Brilliant. Yeah. Okay, manifest it. Let's do it. Goop. Goop. Dee Dee is feeling the pressure and shows Rue a look that will be Dom chains and straps. She's really trying there, really trying for something. So Edward will tell her that he hopes it's not too heavy and make it look chic. Reminds her to edit which is very funny because we've had a lot of people recently on these drag television shows say more is more. Mm-hmm. Pick one, pick one. Don't confuse the kids. Now let's take a chat with Naomi and Ginger and we dive right into the conversation. Ruth says that she knows Ginger is very adept at sewing and it's feeling extra pressure in relation to the other girls as the spotlight is on her. She's fine with that as she loves the spotlight. Ginger shows her snakeskin material as she's doing a trench coat, which is so British, very British. She wants to incorporate some sneaky details to which Edward tells her that any unnecessary decorations may lead to a costume land, so be careful. Now, Miss Naomi Carter, bless her heart, will tell Rue that she was thinking of doing a really long do-rag, but then got sidetracked with the straps. Rue loves orange, so in Naomi's mind, she says, whatever I can use orange, I'm going to use regardless of how much I actually have. (laughs) Do you think Rue and her mind games set these girls up for failure? I think that I think that RuPaul is giving the best advice from the bottom of her heart, the best advice she can give. And I think the way that the girls interpret it really has more to do with them. Of course, I agree. Edward tells her it's all about the vision and how she wants it to look. And then when the bitch asks him if she will need to line her material, he says yes, as she will want it to flow behind her. In what world does a non-seamstress have the ability and time to line a strap? <laughs> um, with 
I've lined things before with lines of E6000. Yeah. And then yeah. the fab the fabric won't bend right. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. fall right. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Rose gonna figure out that Naomi's last name is Carter after Beyonce and Naomi after Campbell. Well, surprise, Edward is Naomi Campbell's best friend. Rue will give her an opportunity of a lifetime. What do you want Edward to tell Naomi Campbell? Now listen, she has a few options here. Be sincere. Let Naomi know that she's an inspiration to her. She can be camp and ask like a stupid question like, what's her favorite cereal in hopes the humor will engage her? What Naomi will be like, can you tell her how much she is inspiring and how grateful to have someone like her to look up to? And Rue was like, yeah, thank you, ladies. And Rue was like, this was your one shot to make television and you wasted it. I'd say she put her in the bottom for that moment. But really, Naomi's going to do that to herself. But we'll get to it. Now. Yeah. Going going down. I would have asked. Some... Okay. You, you did that. I'm so sorry. I can hear you. Here, here. Can you see me? Hi. Yeah, sorry. You're uh, you close for a second. <laughs> I got nervous. Um. Anyways, it, it let let's say you got to meet your namesake's best friend, uh, Michelle. Let's say Williams. Michelle Williams. Um, what would you ask oh, yeah. Michelle Williams? You could pick which Michelle Williams. I was gonna say which Michelle Williams. Um. I'm going to go with the one that starred in Aida yes, on Broadway. Yes. And I would say, how was your run in Aida on Broadway? See, that's a great question. I, I'm here for it. Um, not, oh my God, you're my inspiration. No, Naomi Carter, why did you do oh, that? I would have asked Naomi Campbell, uh, how heavy was the phone? That See, that's funny. That would have made television. Yeah. It would have went viral. It would have been a moment and she would have been remembered. You can't oh. be sincere on reality. Don't be sincere on reality TV Never. until they ask you to be vulnerable. Yeah. Exactly. Like if she was in the room with you, then you can say that to her. But she's not in the room. It's going to be relayed to her. And she, whatever. Fine. Fine. Oh, great. Um, A gay guy likes me. Awesome. Finally. <laughs> Who's ready for some drama? Uh, we have at the table flatmates, Tamara Thomas and Kara Malm. So who knows how to sell? Well, they both raise their hands, but Kara is like, put that hand down. No, you don't. Okay, we're going to analyze the entire exchange here, but is it possible that this moment of Kara putting her Tamara's hand down is actually going to be the start of the feud? Because Kara kind of did embarrass Tamara first. She did. She did. Tamara will save herself and says that she can make a gorgeous straight line and she's ever so creative. That's the trick these days. Tamara tells us that she did learn to sew to come on the show, but not to make a bloody outfit out of pet shop supplies. So Caramel will be mimicking the lovely bird chest with red, yellow, and blue. And please note that she is in fact holding a parrot as she shares this concept. Carol will drop that she went to the London College of Fashion and Edward's like, then you must win this. He will tell her that color blocking is really good, but creativity is more important. Oh, and be sure you can move in it. Now, Rue will remind her that in her lip sync the previous week, her hair was so tall and inhibited her ability to dance. And I'm like, are you telling her she's going to be in the bottom because isn't the goal to make something that will prevent you from lip syncing? <laughs> well, and even last week, like, she won. <laughs> like, right. Uh, I think I think RuPaul is, um, is going a little strange. 
trying to make the girls nervous. Yeah. Now, whether Herbert the earpiece will tell Rue to stir the pot or Rue was ready with this popcorn, she will confirm with Tamar that they are in fact roommates and will then ask, why didn't she pick her roommate for the advantage? Well, Tamara says she knows Dee Dee from back home and knows she can sew a garment, and Kara's like, I can't. Tamara will innocently say that she never seen her sew, and Kara is fuming. Flames, flames from the side of her face. Tamara will have to clarify, which will actually land her in more hot water, and says she has seen pieces of Dee Dee's and never seen Kara, and she's like, you've seen my sweetheart. Well, which ones? And Kara's like, I don't need to give you examples. And that's usually the sign of either one, I'm lying and can't think of anything off the top of my head, or two, um, it's not true. Uh-huh. Exactly. And I tomorrow really just seemed like, oh, like what? Like that it just seems like a pretty simple question to me. Yeah. To now me. Kara thinks this was all inappropriate in front of Rue and Edward. Do you think it was? Like, was Tamara just answering the question? Is Kara being too sensitive? Let's discuss, Michelle. Okay, well, I think you're in a pressure cooker of a situation, and I think that Kara was already mad at Tamara for um, not picking her. So you know how you're when you're already kind of upset with someone, something they say, you can kind of take it away that maybe they didn't mean it, but you kind of, like, are so already charged by yeah. being upset. Um, I think that might have happened. And I think uh, Tamara seems like a good time gal. So I think maybe she didn't remember the, the dress she wore to, you know, their Tuesday gig, you know, in East London. It could be true. Uh, um, there could have been substances involved, allegedly. Um, or maybe it's all possible. And, and and she's just kind of ditzy, you know? I don't think it seemed like sabotage, but also it was not like having your friends back. I agree. Now, as Rue is doing the thank you, Kara will cut her off and tell her that Tamara is playing favorites. And Rue is like, you're not one of her favorites. And Tamara says, of course she is. But really, Rue can sense the tension. She wants out of the room so the drama can unfold and she can have great television. <laughs> she really was like, I'll, I'll leave you girls to it. Yeah. Bye bye now. Yeah. Now, Rue will share that they will be joined on the main stage, not by Edward and Rue, but by extra special guest judge from Heartstopper and Vogue cover girl and the upcoming 60th anniversary specials of Doctor Who, Yasmin Finney. Are you familiar with her work? Um, only on only on social media. Haven't watched Heartstopper, but is it because you hate gay like love? Her. I hate gay love, and I um. I hate when young people are allowed to be gay in high school. Right? <laughs> oh, oh, good for you, young gays. Just kidding. So happy for all the progress in the world, and it's 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 frightening the regression that we're going through right now with some with some political issues. Anyway, um, it's because I hate British people. That's fair. Uh, that's fair. Yeah. Listen, um, I watched Hard Stoppers, and I was like, "Are you trying to make me feel worse about myself?" yeah it's it's uh it's a fairy it's a fairy tale Lord. it's really a fairy tale um are do you watch the television program uh sex education yeah i want to cross over i want to see how those students and the uh, like interact with each other because i don't think they can it would be like it would be like when you go to a school that's like 
middle school and a high school combined and it's like the seventh graders like going up to the seniors right and they would be like shaking like it would be it's just wild to me that you have two british school television programs one is like oh my god love everything's happy peaches and cream and the other one's like every social issue is in one episode yeah (laughs) um i love it i love it the crossover i'm ready for all right now with rue out of the room it's back to work Alexis has to concentrate as she changed her mind to make a gown. Has she made a gown before? No, never, never. Michael is working on the long train. And if this train was that long and came into existence, it might actually connect Brooklyn to Queens. Wow. but um... Vicky, who did not get a walkthrough moment because, well, things, uh, is doing good. She's got... Um, to get on the sewing machine to finish her skirt, but she is currently wearing a hat, and that answers the question of does anyone still wear a hat? They do. Vicky is proof. <laughs> She's going for Hollywood glam, and she thinks her look is pretty stunning. Now, since there is a pink horse in the room, Kate and Banksy will be horsing around with said horse. I mean, listen, I would talk to an inanimate horse to pass time if I were there. Like maybe they would give me some inspo, but. This is Linda, the magical secret horse pony, and it is Kate Butch's best friend. You kind of alluded to it earlier, but I really think you and Kate Butch would like be besties. I'm telling you, I get this girl talking to inanimate objects on Heelys. She's she's my diva, making an ugly costume. Where we are one. <laughs> yeah. Um, but do you run up that hill? I, I'm making many deals with many different gods. Yeah. Um, I'm always. I'm waiting for the Kate Butch remix of "Healing Up That Hill." Healing up that. Healing up that hill. If she was smart, she would have already dropped it. it you know been, what? She it would have dropped last Thursday. Come on, Kate Roy. Butch. I'm, I'm here to help you. My ideas. Linda has had some ketamine, so she's not moving anywhere, and that explains why no one brought her on the main stage. She can't move. Now, Kara's called out for being quiet. Well, she was excited to meet Edward and talk about her idea, but she felt undermined by her housemate who was next to her. I mean, let's not call out anyone by name, dare we? Kara will tell Tamara that she accepts, she challenged her by saying that she never seen what she has sewn and then asked for examples. Now, Tamara will ask her to speak as she was already called out for trying to talk as Kara was finishing. Tomorrow will say that she has obviously never seen a dress she has sewn before. And Kara was like, you still have, you have. But tomorrow will be like, I'm not going to stand there and make you look like an idiot in front of someone. But Kara was like, you did. Mm. So Kara will tell tomorrow that maybe the problem is she doesn't listen. She's so mad. But it's not that deep. It's not that deep. I, I think I think tomorrow, in her confessional, she said something like, I'll talk to her later. And it mm-hmm. was like, once she comes down, she's very angry. And like, I think that was about the correct response. Like, uh-huh. oh, this isn't going to be solved right now. I'm sorry, Diva. I've made, I've poked the bear. I'm sorry. Tara will get loud and ask Tamara why it's so hard for her to understand why it's not okay to do that and kind of berates her and mocks her for why it's so hard to get through her thick skull. The darting Ooh, eyes yeah. around the room is like, Arsh. when is this fight legit happening? Are we blowing shit out of proportion? Mm-hmm. Now, as Kara thinks, it's Tamara's tone trying to be better than her. Tamara will say that she has still not seen her dress um, without examples, and she's sticking with the truth. Now, Kara will be like, maybe you didn't ask because you didn't give a fuck. Now, listen, you're a drag queen, right? Allegedly. 
do you ask every queen you see every time you see them if they made their look like isn't it a bit undermining to ask someone if they made something that you clearly know is off the rack yeah i mean no one ever asked me that michael right (laughs) um but that you know if i'm trying to be like nice actually about someone i know usually does make their looks i'd be like oh you you made that like so i can be like wow like it is good and you also designed it cool um i can't begrudge cara for getting a little um emotional in the workroom though i don't i don't know how sound my own judgment would be in that room but i sure know it would make amazing television Hi, Randy. (laughs) Now, after tomorrow, once again, ask for a name. Look, Kara will get loud and say she doesn't owe her anything and doesn't owe her an example. I mean, the conversation would have been over if Kara just named something, but whatever, just saying. As Ginger says, imagine that what they're doing when they can't decide whose turn it is to take out the bins. (laughs) DD will step in and say they're under a lot of pressure. And tomorrow is sorry that she's mad. And Kara is like, that's all it takes. Okay, girl, just calm down. It's just drag. It's it's not that deep. It really is okay. The stress in the workroom is high. Naomi doesn't know she has enough fabric. Alexis is stuck in her netting. Linda's done a shit on the floor. What's going to happen tomorrow? Um, also, Kate whispering to Linda about the fight was very campy. Again, that is you. Oh, funny. I lit. That is exactly where I'm at. That's that's exactly who I'm kicking with at every party. Just yeah. like any ceramic horses around. Yeah, I mean, like, that was you at, at, at the end of, like, um, a UDP where you're talking to the drunk guy at the end of the bar being like, oh, my God, the judging was so terrible tonight. I was always thinking the judging seemed very fair. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> it is Elimination Day in Dog Pound, and one of these bitches is about to be rehomed. Let's see if these divas are cool, calm, and collected, or we need to spay and neuter our pets. The vibe in the workroom is mixed. Some people are feeling good. Some are panicked, and yeah... I don't want to um, say it, but some of them are just not feeling good. Alexis is hurting herself as she hand sews. She is so stressed. She is hoping her acting skills will help her take her gown to the next level. So her concept is her poor fish has died and this is his funeral. Um, please note, she's wearing a blue dress to a funeral. For a fish. And For a fish. water Let's go check in with Michael, Vicky, and Banksy, as they are all excited and confident. Michael wanted to make a big trade, but rather now he's going to do a big hood because he's going to be disgraced, Jones, of Newcastle. I love Ooh. the word play. Yeah. Banksy thinks Vicky might be getting another badge with her sexy Barbie look. And Vicky will tell them that she would happily let them win this week, so she's putting it out in the universe. That Vicky vivacious, she's a witchy one, she knows what's going to happen. The gift of the prophecy is given to a few drag queens every millennia. That's true. Now, Michael and Banksy are like, thanks, I hope you feel miserably. Why We love sisterly love, don't we? <laughs> that was me with, uh, that was, that was me with uh, blank and blank during Drag Race Star. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> Naomi and Kara will focus, and Kara cannot be bothered to think about the happenings of the previous day. Her outfit is now not how she wanted to look, but she'll be at least safe, she thinks. She cannot do a full feather look in the time frame, so she's been giving some time to adjust what she wants to do. Naomi, too, had to redo her look. She didn't have enough fabric for the lining, so she has a new concept. 
It's a nightmare situation, so time for a pussy strap. <laughs> Carol asks her if she thinks she can get by with this, and Naomi says, finger crossed, and Kara is not buying it. It is not good. So Jeannie will ask Ginger how she will place, and she has no idea, but wishes she didn't create something so difficult to make. It's time for some double-sided tape. She says at least hers is not the worst in the room, and yeah, we had no idea at that point, did we? No, we really had no idea. Dee Dee thinks she might be in the top as her outfit has come together. She is confident. Meanwhile, Tamara is going to sell it like she is sure of it. She'll be giving something stunning. Dee Dee tells her that her colors are cute, but she has to be wary of looking like it's wearing her because of her waist. So now she's telling her with only hours to go and not maybe like the day before. I thought she said she was going to like guide her through this. Now, Tamara tells her to put her in a plastic bag of shit and she'll sell the bag of shit. Don't encourage the Brooklyn girlies because they might actually give you a bag of shit. I can't confirm. Yeah. Time to sell their pet shop couture. Let's bring it to the runway. We have Mother Rue wearing a black dress with this like giant silver chest piece thing. What was that? Was that just like fun and sparkly? Oh yeah, I, I thought it looked maybe stoned, but or or at least applicated. No, no, you were stoned uh, when you watched it. Oh, that I always get that confused. Oh yeah. my gosh, you're right. Uh, <laughs> I immediately thought that I was gonna make that look in a different color or have someone make it. In a you should, color. you should I, do it. Opulent, yeah, so good. Our panel consists of Michelle Visage, Graham Norton giving us a casual blazer. I don't know what he was doing this week, but I was like, oh, someone just went to the country club. Yeah, yeah. And the fabulous Yasmin Finney. She will make a Tamagotchi <laughs> reference, and Rue has no idea what that is. Was Rue, like, not sober in the 90s? Like, how did you get through the 90s and not know what a fucking Tamagotchi was? Like, now I want to ask her if she knows what a Furby is. Well, I I would hope she knows what a Furby is, but maybe a Furby and RuPaul in the same room would have too much power. That's uh, true. Okay, Night of a Thousand Nineties Toys. Whoa! What would you pick? That's good. I would pick um 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 oh obviously the the balls that contracted and like were made oh, out yeah, of the, wire. The, yeah, yeah, the wire. Uh huh. Of course. There's a headpiece right there. That on my head. Oh yeah, exactly. And uh, it's a headpiece. It's a skirt. It's two of the things. Perfect. We're already there. We got Perfect. it. We got it. Uh, World of Wonder, if you're listening, you're welcome for your next uh, design challenge. Hi. Hi, Randy. Category is Pet Shop Girl Couture. In honor of the runway, we're going to play Adopted or Dog Pound. Oh, okay. So Adopted is two? Yes. Let's begin with Kate Butch. I think this was an amazing feat when it comes to a design challenge. She managed to make just enough elements of each animal print and create a good look and a structured look does it look good absolutely not is it high camp yes i think the thing is it's a total oof and the other thing that bothers me is her paint i think it's because she just doesn't know whether she wants to give you high camp british panto face or something more natural but she doesn't take it to either so it's in this weird middle ground where i'm like i don't know what your face is trying to do it's crazy that like a drag queen's name just popped into my head, but I obviously not going to be mentioning them when you were talking about the makeup. Anyway, um, I think that that's very true. The placement of her brow in um, the 
in contrast to how little her crease is for mm -hmm. where that brow is. Yeah, it throws off the proportions. And, but like, I do think she feels like maybe one of those girls and she always is saying like how funny she is, how camp she is. And she's kind of like in the do the grand dom, uh, like uh, category of, of drag. I can kind of see her being maybe one of those girls who's like afraid to be pretty. Like if she yeah. painted pretty, maybe it would be pretty. Um, but she doesn't know whether or not she wants. You should give her some tips. I, I literally, she's my friend, so I'm not going to go in on this look too much. I agree that the construction, um, is really good for a design challenge. I just wish the panels were kind of placed more intentionally. Mm -hmm. I think it actually mm -hmm. could have been really good if it was like a chevron of zebra and absolutely like, you know created a silhouette or something so i think it had that kind of potential that maybe you just don't it's not maybe her first thing that she goes to it's looking a little um flintstonian and for that for the fact that she made sure she had at least the consistent cheetah oh wait no she didn't I was going to say she has the cheetah hat, the cheetah and the cheetah shoe, but the cheetah glove and the cheetah shoe. But that's, that's clearly ocelot on her head. So oh, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to have to say, I appreciate the matching glove and shoe and I'm going to give it a soft adoption. I agree. Soft adopted in the audience. 76% adopted, 24% dog pound. Good. Banksy. Good I mean, she made that. Yeah. Banksy, this was tremendously executed. If it needed to have anything to do with pets, obviously it's non-existent. But the color story is marvelous. The way she was able to take a plethora of patterns and make them live together was great. It's very 60s mod. I really love this. Mm -hmm. The first time I watched The Runway, I didn't understand her critiques when I was watching it. But then when I watched it more closely, I did kind of really vibe with it much more than I had on my first impression. So... Yeah, I think it's definitely one of the more impressive looks on the runway and the more, I'll say, quote-unquote, fashion. Absolutely. Michelle says she was blown away. She says it all works. She loves how the hound's tooth is tied into the bandana and did the Stevie Nicks flowy sleeves. Graham says it was well-finished and put together. Yasmin says she is proud of her and says this is the Banksy she knows and loves all the way from Manchester. She was blown away and says the outfit is incredible, elevated, and gorgeous and expected nothing less. Rue says she loves the way the outfit moves and asks if her legs go all the way up. And Banksy says yes, and she found them in a script, but stuck them back on and see what happens. Great. There's your banter. Uh, it's adopted. Oh, high adoption, keeping her for years. Um, I will say that I want to see more of this Banksy that they're talking about. I agree. I'm here for it. Um, the audience, 97% adopted, 3% dog pound. There's one person. I'm not going to name names, but okay. Choices. Caramel. Okay, choices. I know what she wanted to do with the blue block to be feathers, but I actually quite like this. I know that's a controversial statement here. I think had she had enough blue feathers to do the base of the bottom and then had the blue fabric as more of a train, it would have been perfect. It is well styled yeah. with a strong concept. I will say no way. Get rid of the black pumps. Um, it's just not groundbreaking. It's a safe look. Mm -hmm. It's stuck, it's applied, or applied, or uh, sewn or glued to a corset mm -hmm. um, but I mean she looks so beautiful I mean it's crazy how 
stunning. She looks and the little parrot on her head, it's giving a little camp. I think personally, if I were designing this, I would have wanted a more sheer fabric on the skirt. And I would have wanted it to just be like a whisper of a skirt. Yeah. Like, you know, that really like flows almost like it's like you're on the beach and you cover yourself with a little, with a little, uh, mm-hmm. which we call it, you know, um, a little throw. And yeah, so I think the blue fabric is kind of ugly. It's heavy. I, it's heavy. Yeah. And the skirt's well constructed. I don't know if I would have gone with blue either. I think I would have maybe done, um, kept it all warm colors, all like sunset Graham says, going from the top down, the amount of work into the feathered bodice is extraordinary. He says, from the waist down, the skirt feels like she hasn't quite finished it or thought it through. Michelle says, there are little things she would have changed, like the black strap coming out of the under the parrot and things to hide. She says, to tell her to cross her T's and dot her I's. Yasmin says, the beat is giving and doesn't know what setting power she uses, but she needs it backstage. She's obsessed. And Rue says, it's the skirt that throws it all off. And Kara says, she originally had the idea of doing full head to toe feather look and realized it was ambitious rue says the colors are gorgeous and understands what she was trying to do but says it feels unfinished i'm gonna give this a adopted i think she looks you're you're gonna look you're gonna look at it from the waist up and you're gonna tell me you're not gonna adopt this absolutely stunning gorgeous beautiful look i don't know about that so i'm adopting audience 74 percent adopted 26 percent dog pound Ginger Johnson, the level of execution is great, but again, there is nothing outstanding about this. It does what it needed to do. I think it's quite simple. The hair is giant and it forces the proportions to feel off on the bottom half for me. I do not care for the white element that connects the chains. Like I would have begged for some wire cutters to remove them. For me, this is incomplete. Like there's something missing. Yeah, interesting point you make about the hair. I definitely see that upon reflection. Um. I don't mind the white accessory, but I wish it was maybe a belt or maybe a pocket yeah. or maybe a lining of something um, to go with the white shoe. Yeah, it does feel incomplete to me. It feels like there's something under it. Is there, you know, were there like boot covers you couldn't make or something? Yeah, it's just a little. It's well constructed. Yeah, and for that, I will give it a soft dog pound. I actually think I will be putting Ginger Johnson in um, a no-kill shelter as well. All right, well, the audience, they agree with us. 42% adopted, 58% dog pound. Okay. Alexis St. Pete. I would wear it. I would wear it. Not on the runway, anyway. Yeah. This is not the worst of the night, and we have to acknowledge that someone will do worse. The slit does go way too high, and the storytelling is a bit confusing. I think the problem is there's no innovation to this look. It's very bland. We've seen it before. We've seen it done better. I needed her to wear some sort of necklace of some variety. But again, blue to a sea funeral? No. So gauche. So insensitive. Um, I like the neckline, and I like the texture of the blue fabric there's no unconventional material to be found None. she looks pretty i think she would have been better served by making the veil a cape and cutting the gimmick because unless you like have something like that that is so a part of the concept of your look it's kind of like giving desperate it's giving yeah. please don't notice that i cut my slit too high 
literally that's what it was literally and if you're gonna cut your split too high and you notice it after you uh do your look get a smattering of rhinestones you e6000 your tights and you put it right there where it needs to be exactly honey you know, Gra- graham says the answer to the question what to wear to your fish's funeral has been answered Michelle says she loves the selling of the story and says it was really cute, but what didn't work is the slit is really high and they see her triangle of happiness or sadness depending on the day. She says uh. she's going to show them, make it look like she meant to do it. Yasmin says she thinks the slit is just the perfect length as it was giving. I gotta say, I love when a guest judge disagrees with Michelle and Michelle just gives him that face. Ooh, I love that that uh, that really made me respect this girl and made me want to look her up more. I was like, yeah. you go, girl. Rue says she loves the fabric and what she was trying to do with the dress and says because it's symmetrical, the neckline is a little bit wonky and the hem is questionable. Alexis, my darling, it's a dog pound. I'm sending it the, the, the pound. I'm sorry. Audience, 38% adopted, 62% dog pound. Miss Naomi Carter. She told Lala Rita to hold her beer. As she says, <laughs> she doesn't know what she's serving, but it's something on her body and she looks shit. This is easily the second worst design challenge look in the history of Drag Race. What a fucking mess. Nothing is fitting. The top is ill-constructed. The bottom, whatever you want to call it, does not have a shape. And then she added the grills and the orange dreads. And whoever this character is just wants to have a good time. But no one wants to let her into their club because they know she is going to be a disaster. I just can't with this. This was terrible. I Okay, so I agree with a lot of what you said. And I have to say that this might be my favorite look of the night. Um, of course it is. <laughs> um, there's just something. I'm very on RuPaul's side about this. Like, I think it, like, deservedly. But there's just something about the long hair, the uh, the pussy strap. It's just, it's the, the color combination. Like, she looks like she is out of, like, a Nickelodeon show from 1993. Literally. Like, this woman was living on the back lot of Nickelodeon in 1993, <laughs> and she found these things, and she covered herself in them. And she has the little the little chain, the little mm-hmm. duct tape chain. More, more, Add more chains. I do think if there was more intentional shape given to the bottom half, like maybe like it, it jutted out in like a geometric way or something, I think she would have gotten by with it, honestly. I think RuPaul would have laughed too hard, but um, yeah, it's going to have to be, it's going to have to be an adopt and pamper for me, you know, really, oh. you know, give it. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. So Michelle says she had fun with this one and that's what it's all about. She says there is not much going on outfit wise and her main issue was the little piece of tape going right up. Michelle will ask what the fabric is made of, and Naomi, after taking out her grills, says cable tie wrap, but she didn't have enough of the orange, so she had to incorporate more to cover the puss, as that would have been shown on the show. Michelle tells her that she's not mad at the concept, but if there was a little bit more structure, it would have made more sense, and then she would have been like, oh, wow, wrap tape around herself and came out there. Graham says it's dental floss as bikini bottom and does draw the eye. Yasmin is in awe of the braids and tells her she is sending a picture of it to her stylist and will be wearing it on the next red carpet. Um, if I was Miss Naomi Carter, I'd be like, I'm waiting, bitch. <laughs> 
And Rue says that she would be the hit of the club in this outfit. She says it's so wrong and it's almost right and calls it rotten, but loves it. Um, it is 1000% in the dog pound. Okay, yeah, I, I will say it's, it's dog pound, but that's like the one where I'm like, if it was a dog, I'd be like, but mom, mom, we have to, he's yeah. so cute, please. You know those ugly, the ugly dog meme? This yeah. is her now. <laughs> Audience. <laughs> Six percent adopted, ninety-four percent dog pound. I want to talk to those those few those few brave souls. Very brave who, soul who adopt that. Yeah, delicious. I think this is really cute. Def not a dom like she told us she was going to serve. I like the structure of the shoulders. No, no. It's clear this bitch loves a good shoulder moment. I feel like the construction of the look is strong and the styling is right. It's not mesmerizing, but it gets the job done, and it's very high camp drag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's very it's very high drag. I it's a little conventional for me almost. It's a little Agreed. like you you've seen this on the drag wholesale on mm-hmm. Facebook. Um, maybe even I, I there's another book coming up that also is in the same collection. But um, she looks beautiful. Obviously, she's painted. You know, her paint kind of reminds me of this queen from Seattle, uh, Jane Don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but Maybe they're just both really painted. That's probably why um, the shape's not necessary. You know, just painted gallon. Like the blush, she's really beautiful, but the looks kind of good. Michelle says she can paint. She asks what the cone of shame on her sleeves are made from. And Didi says dog collars she found. Michelle says it's very smart and was pleased with her performance. Graham says rich bitch and her bitch and says it was very finished and fun and says impressive. Yasmin says the silhouette really suits her and the padding fits her body perfectly and says it's one of her favorites. Rue says she loves the severity of the shoulders and the hair and says what a great performance. I'll give it an adopted. I'm I'm gonna adopt it, and it might it might just be my least favorite dog. You know, you never want to admit, but you know. yeah. Audience: eighty four percent adopted, sixteen percent dog pound. Tamara mm. Thomas gets away with being a skinny bitch who can wear whatever she wants. It's very minimal. It's fabric with feathers glued to it. I think the ruffle effect is smart as it does slightly elevate it. I like the color story. Yellow and pink work wonders. The hair is laid. Also wearing pasties. I bet Rue was thrilled. Safe at the best. He, I agree with all of it. She's, um, I love the way she looks in drag. She looks like a very specific kind of woman to me. Um, yes. And it's kind of funny to me. I agree with the ruffles elevating it. I think the ruffles, the big shapes, and the colors are the only things that saved her. Michelle assumed she is not much of a sewer, and Tamara confirmed that she's got a glue gun and they were going to be good friends. She says the colors she put in them together are the yellow and the hot pink is electrifying. She says she would like to not see her ass maybe one time, but loves it and is jealous of it. Graham says it shouldn't have worked, but as it's textbook, what not to do in design challenge, but says it does work. Yasmin says she is fierce and feels like she has seen a 2023 sneak peek of Victoria's Secret models runway. Rue will ask her the preparation of the outfit, and Tamara says she used to make the fans in primary school, so she thought about hot glue in the ruffle and the feathers to make the gorgeous shape and direction. Now, Rue says she looks like Demi Moore, and Tamara says, yes, people tell her that. The bitch was lying to Rue's face. She has no fucking idea who Demi Moore is. (laughs) Good drag name, Demi Less. 
Yeah. Now, oh, that's a good one. Now, Rue will ask her about the workroom and her roommate and how the discussion continued on. Tamara says that Kara felt dogged her out as she had never seen outfits she made and will apologize for making her feel that way and says she knows she can sew and she is amazing and didn't mean anything about it. Kara will apologize and say in the heat of the moment she did get frustrated and it was not valid to make her feel just as low as she felt. The air is cleared. Rue had her moment. Um, I'm gonna give this the softest, like right on the line adopted. Mm. I would wear it, so I'm gonna have to adopt it. Audience 59% adopted, 41% dog bound. Michael Maroli, this is not my favorite, and it's because it's just boring. I think the black hair and the blue outfit lacks a punch. The fit of the gown is great. I do love a good hood. I think the fabric just doesn't do anything. Like, this is a typical drag look at a local show that only the regulars attend. Oh, that's such a crazy read. Um, but I, I I have to agree that this is very conventional drag. This is also yeah. giving, like, wholesale. Like, yeah. It's it's, giving, I, I just but... started drag. I wore it for a photo shoot, and now I'm going to sell it to make money to buy better drag. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we've all been there. Yeah. And I mean, she's kind of an old school girl. Like, it definitely like falls within her aesthetic, and she looks beautiful. She does. But I agree. I'm gonna give it a soft adopted. I give it. Yeah, I mean, it. It's. I guess it's just border race stretch. I was gonna say it's well constructed. I mean. I have to adopt it. It's better than I can do. <laughs> Audience, 71% adopted, 29% dog powder. And finally, Vicky Vivacious uh, with a different paint. That would have been Trixie Mattel. Um, I think this is a really well-crafted look. It's styled impeccably. There's nothing like it on the runway, and that makes it unique. The characterization is strong. I think this was very, very well done. Yeah, she's great. I think it looks really good. Love the stars. Love the fabric. Love how they're all well-placed in cut intentionally on the corset and love all the unconventional materials on it wow mm -hmm. i'm gonna go adopted i'm adopting her i would like to wear that you should you should call her up and ask her for it yeah. girl yeah audience 92 percent adopted eight percent dog pound Rue has Hard. decided to call forward Kate Butch, Ginger Johnson, Michael Marulli, and Vicky Vivacious as safe, meaning Alexa St. Pete, Caramel, Miss Naomi Carter, Tom, Mara Thomas, Dee Delicious, and Banksy are the tops and the bottoms. Do you agree? Um, Yeah, a lot of the girls that got sent home or got sent back to safe were like, you know, the the conventional, you know, yeah, they're good. I think I, I, I think Vicky should have been in the top and Tamara should have been safe at least. But I think they put um, Tamara there simply for the plot line. I think you're exactly right. I think uh, I wouldn't doubt that Vicky's scores were better. Yeah. Well, we head to the workroom for Untucked, where our safe girlies and the edit out queen are sitting. Vicky says she has never been happier to be safe on a challenge. While Michael says this was the one challenge going to drag her, she was thinking, oh, God. She says she is creative and crafty, but sewing is foreign to her. Vicky will be honest and say the two sat in the middle referring to Kate and Ginger she thought would be in the top. And I said, oh, my God, Vicky, did they give you delusion aid? <laughs> She's seen double. Yeah. Now, Kate says she thinks her outfit is one of the better constructed and says she quite likes it and thinks she looks quite pretty. But as long as she's sitting down with a cocktail and not stressing about lyrics, she's thrilled. Ginger, though, is pissed. She's disappointed as it is one of the things. And the girls will tell her that she's allowed to be as it's a normal reaction for a human to be pissed. 
I love when my friends tell me, oh, it's valid to be upset. No shit I'm allowed to be upset about shit. Thanks, girl. Yeah. Most of the time it's about the friends who tell me I'm valid to be upset, but whatever. That's a whole different story. Michael's a different podcast. It really is. Michael will be like, to be fair, it does look like something you can buy in a shop. And I don't know if that was supposed to be a read or not, but I would have taken it as a read. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Aw. Thanks. The tops and bottoms are back. Banksy will tell the girls that she, Didi, and Tamara are probably the safest girls. Just say you're in the top. Don't, don't, don't be humble. You know that you're gonna be one of the winners. Tamara says that she was shitting herself and they said that she hot glued things, but you look like you're straight from Victoria's Secret. So she's gobsmacked. Do you Mm. use the word gobsmacked on a daily basis? I use it. If I don't use it, I, there's something wrong with my day. Something feels off. If I'm not, if I'm not. Is that like your headline on Grindr? (laughs) Yeah. With a, with the water emoji. There it is. The little, yep. Didi says she and Banksy got very, very good critiques and would love to win. She's hungry for a win. And Kate is like, oh, you kept that quiet. Yeah, they're reading her already. They're, they, they're not here for this confidence. Yeah, I mean, they're really trying to knock her down a peg. Banksy is emotional and overwhelmed and couldn't speak back to the judges. She would be happy for it to go to either her or Didi, but says it's a big moment if she feels like she is being validated. Alexis, though, not validated. She's not happy. She feels like her entire world is falling apart and that her dress was told like it looks unfinished and they could see her cuckoo. I mean, those are just facts. Those are the truth, yeah. Her emotions are all over the place and feels like joining Johnny the Fish down the toilet. <laughs> at least at least she's in character still. Yeah, it is. You know? Naomi is quiet as she knows that she was the least favorite for sure, but she pulled out a shit stick and got the shit end of it. That's gross. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I thought shit shtick was just a, a Drag Race Germany line, but you know what? It's made its way over to the UK. <laughs> she tells the room that they were not a big fan of the pussy strap. Um, can you say anything more obvious? Of course. Who? No one in the room, even your sisters told you it was not a good idea. No one's a fan of the pussy strap. I mean, Kara tells us that the thong is so small, Naomi's serving them moose knuckle. I mean, she sees her goodies. <laughs> Oh, great. Naomi thought of her. Um, thought, here we go when Rue called her rotten, but it was good rotten. Is there such thing as a good rotten? A laughing rotten, I guess, is better yeah. than a spiteful rotten. That's fair. That's fair. Naomi's not delusional. She knows it was rotten, but if Rue loved it in a weird way, that's all that matters. Kara reveals her cheek was all about the skirt being unfinished, and it was, and knows it was the truth. She is down on herself because to go from the top to the bottom, it's a shit feeling. Um, yeah. Maybe more shit sticks? That's your, new, that's, your, that's your new grinder profile uh, tagline. Hey, yeah, I think that would be very popular. Mm-hmm. She'll start to cry and tomorrow will then again apologize. And please note that Kara is using one of Banksy's bandanas as a hanky to wipe away her tears. Tomorrow will tell us that she's gorgeous and she loves her and she can fucking sew. But has she seen anything she's sewn? There is the punchline. Do you think Tamara opened her eyes to see what she, her sister Carmel has sewn? She doesn't seem like the kind of girl to connect those dots. I don't think so either. All right, the girls are back. The winner of the week is Banksy. She wins a coveted Rue Peter badge. Tamara Thomas, Dee Delicious, Carmel are safe, leaving Alexis St. Pete and Miss Naomi Carter as the bottom two. Do you agree with all the re- results? 
Yeah, like I said, at first I was a little confused by the by Banksy being the winner, but I think they wanted to piss the girl off who I think they wanted to make it hard for for DD. I agree. Because, yeah, because they wanted to give her that storyline of like, it's supposed to win challenge, I really want it to win. Yeah, um, I agree. And, I agree. Yeah. The song is Hot in It by Testo and Charlie XCX. Are you a Charlie fan? Ooh, yes, more Char- yes, more Charlie on on Drag Race. I clap my hands like a little kid. Um, this is a dance track, and Naomi had the look that worked for this song. Literally hot in it, wearing that piece of shit. Come on, <laughs> can you get campier? Yeah, yeah, and then with the hair moving, as soon as I saw the hair moving, I knew. <laughs> um, we know that Alexis is a dancer, and she gave that, but I don't think she had the lyrics in her mouth. She did not know the words. Oh, you won't see me crying on a bathroom floor. Yeah, especially during the second verse, I said, "Oh, honey, no." Yeah. Um. Also, when the both of them did the double drag arm wheel thing, was very campy. Very, very, very campy. Is that part of your routine? What the drag eight count with the spinning of the arm? You know, I got rid of the spinning of the arm, but only because my shoulder clicks every time. Oh, of course. (laughs) Um. Listen, I don't know if Lexus is a very mentally um perturbed when it comes to getting critiques but i feel like after last week and then now being in the bottom once it became mind game she was out of it like there was no saving it yeah it's just it seems like one of those things when you get there you can't account for that element of it and the fact that the judges in her critique told her not to show her cooch and she didn't put a pair of panties on I wonder if they like didn't allow her. They like strapped her to the, I was the chair say, or something. Like it looked bad. Like shocked. it was it was a bad move. Yeah, and I mean we've all been there. We've all been there. But um, generally, I think seeing your underwear is more becoming than seeing the the tight uh, doll. The doll. What is it called? Doll body. Doll feet. Yeah, Barbie crotch. Barbie crotch. There we go. We found it. In the end. Alexis St. Pete is officially the first eliminated queen of the season. Miss Naomi Carter lives to wear more bad looks for another week. Do you agree? Uh, I thought that they ultimately picked the girl that had more to show, and I think they were all charmed by her charisma. She made Um, Rue laugh. And once you make Rue laugh, you know, the other girl... I thought Alexis was winning until, like, the first chorus was over because then she got on the ground and she was going to shoot and she didn't know any of the words and all the all that naomi had to do was just spin with that hair in you know i agree she looked like that carnival ride the long swing you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah i can see that i can see that um okay i got some burning questions to wrap this podcast up are you ready let's go what is alexis's legacy she fought valiantly for Poland and could not save her fish. Do you think she will be the, the host of Drag Race Poland? <laughs> uh, Probably. I think she'll first have to be a contestant on the first season and win <laughs> to really is. prove herself. Yeah. Who won the week? Who had the best episode? Who was the star of the episode? Mm-hmm. I think the star that the producers gave us was Banksy. And like okay. I said, I'm exci- I'm excited to see more of her. 
I think my star is my sister, my soul sister, um, Kate Butch. And I think my special mention is going to have to go to Naomi Carter. <laughs> that's fair. You know what? That's fair. I'm going to go with Naomi Carter because I'm like, I mean, Rue is going to be talking about this look. It's going to be memed. It's going to be at DragCon. It's there. She, she knows what to do. It is time next week for the girl group challenge. Who do you think is going to do well? And will it be in the top tier like UK Hunt and Breakup Bye Bye? Because the threshold is so high. I I will listen to Breakup Bye Bye. And I'll also listen to that one from Down Under. I love you, girl. I'm your mm-hmm. biggest fan. Bosom Buddies. Yeah. Bosom Buddies. Partners in Crime. Um, Twisted Sisters, Friends for All Time. See, I can recite it. I think next week the girls that are going to do well are. I don't know. I don't. I think Caramel and Caramel will do really well. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, I think. I think they could give Naomi um, a redemption if she's a, a performer. It doesn't seem like it's particularly well suited to any of the remaining queens. Yeah. The only one I can see potentially doing well, because I know she does, you know, service the military boys is Vicky. So she does sing. So we'll see if she can do well. Um, oh, yeah. But after two episodes, the episodes, the, the season, who's going to win? Can I say none of them? No, I'm just kidding. Um, I think. I'm gonna give it to my diva from Georgia. It's it's Kara's season. They're, I agree. Like, there's nothing standing in her way right now, unless she bombs badly. She's just very well played. She just seems like the kind of queen that RuPaul goes for. If she really like like skyrockets, if she really starts like hitting her stride, I think it could be her season. I agree. I agree. All right, Michelle. Where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? I'm so glad you asked, Michael. Um, on Instagram and on TikTok and on Venmo and on other websites that I can't mention, um, you'll find me at Michelle with two L's, Chakra, that's C-H-A-K-R-A. Um, I'm working on um, a few plays that are hoping to go to Broadway working on a one woman show that's hoping to uh, be the next flea bag. I am making a medicinal line of artisanal poppers Mm -hmm. um, that, that all correspond to different chakras, mostly the root chakra. Of course. um, course. (laughs) And I would like, I would like you all to make sure that you put good energy out there for me in terms of booking that Gwyneth Paltrow cover shoot, because me and Gwen used to be such good friends in the nineties, but we have had a falling out. Um, So if you could maybe text her or tweet her and tell her that I'm sorry. All right. We will. We will make sure it happens. (laughs) And then Michael might, and I keep, well, it is always a pleasure having you here. Thank you for bringing your Thank you so much for brilliance. having me. It was so fun. I love to read the girls. And I hope none of this comes to b- back to bite me in the ass. <laughs>